Welcome to the Eat Out podcast, an extension of our Facebook community, bringing together food lovers from all over Spain and beyond to share the best places to eat and drink in Madrid. I'm Valentina, your host, and I cannot wait for you to listen to what I have in store. I hope you're not hungry. I'd like to take a moment to recognize our patrons, Adolfo, Karen, and Jolene, who support the work of this growing community on a monthly basis. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com forward slash eat out. In this season's episodes, I will be talking to more of our community members in the capital about dietary restrictions and choices and how Madrid caters to these needs in 2020. On our fifth episode, I'm talking to Amena Ali, a travel geek and foodie from Scotland with South Asian roots. She is a firm believer that food is the best way to bond with others and is also the way she measures comfort and quality when she travels and visits new places. Today we are talking about halal eating and how she navigates this whilst living in Madrid, from its principles to growing food with friends and everything in between. Hi Amena, thank you for joining me on the podcast. How are you? Hi Valentina, thank you for having me. I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. A lot of people that are listening actually, this is our second season, so... Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how long you've been in Madrid, and a fun fact about you. I'm from Scotland. Don't know if you know from that accent. <laughs> been living here for just nearly seven years. Long enough, but not long enough, you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. Still got a lot to learn. Madrid has still got a lot to offer, so enjoy my journey here so far. And a fun fact about me, I love going to restaurants and recreating the dishes at home. Ooh. That is uh, a hobby I've had for a few years, but yeah, that's one of my favourites. <laughs> that's really good. I'll be honest. My cooking isn't great, but Mm -hmm. I can cook. I just prefer going out to eat mostly, but I have tried to recreate some dishes at home and they haven't quite worked out the way I'd like. But I guess, as they say in Spanish, poco a poco. The more you practice, the better it gets. Absolutely. I mean, that's what cooking is all about. It's all about practicing and practicing and experimenting. Definitely. But I love eating out because I like not having to do dishes later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, dishes are the worst part of cooking. I love eating out when and where I can. All right. So in this season, we're talking about dietary requirements, needs, and mm-hmm. how difficult or easy it is to navigate with those whilst eating out in Madrid. So tell us a little bit about the way that you eat and how that affects what you can eat and drink in Madrid. Well, I eat halal food. So it basically is a meat that's slaughtered and blessed at the same time in a certain way, according to Islamic law. And usually we don't eat anything that comes from pig. Okay. So living in Spain, that's uh, at least I would say 60% of the dishes I can't eat straight away mm-hmm. in Spain alone, because every region has a fantastic dish of its own, like fabada or El Cocido de Madrid or whatever a majority of it has pig products in it Yeah. so I love going out to eat like I say but I have to watch what I eat so if I go to normal taverna or normal bar I have to watch what I eat so I stick to things that I know so you're talking about bravas uh, certain types of croquetas or tortilla patata is my favourite I tend to judge a place by it's tortilla de patata <laughs> and my friends just look at me like why don't you try something else I mean I would love to but a large majority of the products they use jamon they use bacon or also sometimes manteca de cerdo as well like within cooking I don't eat these products so when I do go out with friends they just look at me like oh my god <laughs> 
where she's going to ask 50 questions. What are we going to do with her? Yeah, it's like sometimes like, okay, we'll just go where you want because you know where you can eat so we don't have to hear your questions, you know? Even, for example, jelly. Yes. Like certain desserts, Tocino, the Cielo or something it's called, certain desserts have gelatin in it. I can't eat. There's a lot out of there out there just now where they do use dried products, sorry. And it's just things I just will not eat. There's a lot of limitations now. You think that as a vegan, for example, you have limitations. As a person who only eats halal food, there's even more. I mean, I can go out and eat, but I will eat just basics. I can eat, obviously, salads. I'll eat fish. Sometimes I'll have chicken, depending on the situation where I am. But then that's a real push, depending on how hungry I am, I think. Mm -hmm. But I have certain restaurants that are my favourite. For example, there's El Solider, which is in Biodofe. Mm -hmm. It is my go-to restaurant. It's the only place where I will go and eat. I've been going there for the last five years. And they, they get upset with me when I don't say my name when I've called to make a reservation. Because for me, they will always clear a table for me, even if they're full they will always have a table for me. That's amazing. The service there is impeccable. The standard of the food hasn't changed. I am their biggest champion. I think I I take all my friends, even my family, when they come and visit, I would take them there. It is my go-to place. When I used to have business meetings, I would take them there as well. It's very close to the office. If I want a proper meal that will fill me up, that's where I would go. Mm -hmm. If not, then I'm limited to kebab places, some of the Indian restaurants, some of the takeaways as well but because my roots are from there I don't tend to eat there because I can cook it I know I feel you (laughs) so you know for quickness sometimes I will go I won't say I won't but I'm very limited as a person here in Madrid I'm very limited in where I can eat and it's quite unfortunate because there's a lot of Muslim people that live here a lot of Arabs Moroccans uh, North Africans that live here and obviously they too want to eat out but I can't go to any pizzeria for example I can't go to like Papa John's and say okay I want a pizza with Every type of meat you've got. No, I couldn't do that. I would have to make that at home. Wow. Yeah. That's just, I don't eat halal. So this is completely new kind of information to me. And you just don't realize the small things that are a part of different dietary yep. requirements and needs. Like I was talking to Gareth on a previous episode about mm-hmm. celiac and gluten and just the smallest bit of gluten can set something off. And this is kind of similar in a different way. And you don't realize when you're out necessarily what is in certain dishes. Yeah. Especially if you're someone like me who eats most things. So yeah, I, I'm feeling your pain right now. <laughs> Thank you. With like the struggle because, you know, eating out anywhere should be an enjoyable, a stress-free experience. And I'm trying to imagine you right now deciding where to go, trying to decide whilst you're at the table what you're going to eat, especially if you're in a place that's not your favorite yeah. um, and you're with people as well. You don't want to seem like you're being an inconvenience or again, people thinking, what do we do with her? You know, yeah. I can imagine that can get quite stressful yeah. for you absolutely I mean I feel for my friends I do really feel for them because obviously they want to eat other food sometimes if ordering dishes where we want to share the dishes um, they're then I am the pork police and basically say I can't eat it order it for yourself share it amongst yourselves but I can't eat it so then they're like oh god we feel really bad so then they change what they want to accommodate me and then I feel bad so it's quite challenging sometimes yeah definitely and let's talk a little bit about drinking as right. well because I know that that's 
also a restriction for you, right? Yes, it's a restriction. We shouldn't drink. But for example, if um, there's food with alcohol cooked in it, I will eat it. Right. Like certain sauces that we have a reduction of wine or you have a reduction of brandy or something or things like that. As long as the alcohol's burned off, I will then have that. Because all you're left is with the flavouring, really. Yeah. But personally, yeah, I don't go out and I don't go drinking and things like that. No. I'm the friend who's usually the designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great for your friends. Absolutely. I mean, they know that they can enjoy themselves. They know they will get home in one piece. So there are some benefits <laughs> for going out with your friends. Of course there are. Spain has such a big food and drink culture where people go out for copas and the tapas and you're having to take away the pork element and also the meats that are prepared right. Mm -hmm. And then the alcohol as well. It's so far from what most people in Spain would see as the normal way to go and eat out and experience a food and drink scene of course they would look at me like I'm abnormal it's true but after so many years I mean I'm not a little child anymore you just become accustomed to it I mean everybody has their way of living their way of eating so you just respect it and move on really and that's what I try to do <laughs> I respect my friends. They eat what they eat and I eat what I eat. As long as that you're able to go out with your friends and enjoy food, regardless of what food it is. Mm -hmm. You know, 2020 has shown us the importance of having people around us. Yep. And even now, as we're doing this podcast, there are restrictions of going out. We can only be in groups of six. Yep. It's getting colder here. So, you know, unless there's heaters on terraces, it can be not as pleasant as summertime and sitting outside because it can be cold. So there's like just restrictions on top of restrictions um, when a lot of us just want to go out and eat. Exactly. Our social lives here, I mean, not just here, everywhere, it's just completely diminished this year. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Just non-existent. Yeah. It's very sad. However, I think we're all positive that we will get through this and we will come back and we'll appreciate it a lot more the freedom the, mm -hmm. the, the non-restrictions that we had when we get that point definitely but it's just the main thing is we need to get through this right now yeah I'm most excited about being in bigger groups again a lot of people will know that are listening to this podcast I'm very extroverted events management is what I do so mm -hmm. having more than 10 people you know even if it's in a restaurant or you know being around other people in a bar and the atmosphere that you get from other groups talking it just changes the whole experience of going out and being around different people it certainly does I I mean, right now, we've got a lot of people that are quite worried. They don't want to go out, yet they do want to go out. And like you said, mm -hmm. a lot of the terraces, they don't have heaters. Or even if they did have heaters, you know, sometimes they have those protective films that they have around outside. You can't have that because then you convert the place into an enclosed area. It's a, yeah, it's a challenging time for everybody right now. And some places don't even have terraces as well. So exactly. that's, you know, luckily, one of the things that I feel is, I guess, a silver lining to this whole year is, you know, specifically in Madrid, the way that restaurants are thinking about how they uh, operate in the future so for example now on most of the tables there's QR codes with menus yeah. so they're cutting costs of having to print menus and a lot of places didn't have websites before or offer delivery and that has kind of changed a lot in the last few months as much as this has been a horrible time for a lot of people there are small silver linings that are coming out of this that I hope that will set them up to stay afloat for years to come because 
we also know there's a lot of places that have closed unfortunately yeah because of this so fingers crossed that all of our favorite places in madrid are able to stay open and that we're able to get this industry back up and running to what it was and hopefully new places opening that are equally as amazing so we can go to more places absolutely most definitely i mean i am one that does like to eat out so i do use for example just eat and there's constantly new places opening up there's been a massive surge of mexican food right now i've noticed there's but again i can limit what i can eat <laughs> vegetarian option is always a great way to try the food mm-hmm. but again you're not 100 getting the same experience as the same person that's eating something with meat but the idea is there that is my daily challenge <laughs> <laughs> is to find somewhere I, even fast food for example I can't do fast food unless I go to McDonald's in Pozuelo who do the fillet fish it's the only place that does it oh. in, on the whole of Madrid I did notice that it's the only place in Madrid that does the fish burger because back home you can get it anywhere yeah but here in Pozuelo is the only place where you can get it how strange yep so if I want a McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> I can't go around the corner I need to go at least 30 minutes from where I live wow now I'll be honest <laughs> and most people know this about me I I'm a McDonald's eater. I know a lot of people will be listening and thinking, why would you eat that when there are so many great burgers and fries out there? And you know what? Sometimes you just want something that you know what you're getting. Yeah. And that's the same for you with your places that you now go to. But I know that the food is not great in McDonald's. Yeah. I know that. And I'm fine with it. I know that I really want it. And then after I've eaten it, I'm going to regret it. As everybody does. But we also come to the devil that is McDonald's. <laughs> yes but it's cheap and cheerful is what exactly. I say do you know what that happy meal does sometimes make you happy so <laughs> yeah. and you know what I'll happily take the toy in the box you know it reminds me of my childhood me too unfortunately <laughs> So we can safely say that it's not easy for someone to eat halal food no. still in Madrid, but that you can still go out and enjoy. Of course you can. I mean, there are so many places, like if you go to una Taverna Andaluza, for example, they've got so much more variety. So you've got the berejenas, you've got alcachofas mm. that they can give you with everything. There's plenty of options there within the Spanish diet. However, a large majority of the stuff that's been prides itself on I couldn't try it like I said you know the national dishes or the regional dishes that are the most important to every comunidad because every comunidad Mm -hmm. has a specific dish um, and they all have pork in it of some sort yeah I ordered tamorejo the other day yeah and they put bacon on top really (laughs) yeah it's just for a garnish but you don't realise until you eat out a lot and right now I'm not actually eating out a lot it's understandable but yeah you go out and I ordered garlic mushrooms and they put bacon in it of course and I'm not a big fan of bacon I'm like what was the need for this yeah I mean when I first came to Spain my Spanish was very bad at that point and the first gentleman I actually spoke to was like a caretaker at the school okay. and he actually said to me do you like Spanish food and I said yes at that time I had tried paella okay. uh, which was homemade didn't have any pork stock in it usually they have a uh, stock or some pork in there but they didn't have any thankfully so I tried that and I really enjoyed it I also said I like, like the and he said to me jamon I was like no I don't eat jamon and you know he had an expression on his face like you know I had said something blasphemous to him like, like he was disgusted at what yeah, he had said yeah he was in utter shock and he said to me jamon is my religion and you know it's true here it's a national dish everybody is so proud of jamon and they use it in everyday food 
but I was like yeah that it's not mine <laughs> so it was at that point that I realized yeah I'm gonna have to really watch what I eat here but luckily you found some great places yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so remind us again of your favorite place what is the name of it Solly there which is in Biodothi okay and what would you normally order when you go there do you even have to order anymore or they just bring it out <laughs> starter yes because they used to have a fantastic soup which was made by the Adas beans like like a fava bean very nice soup which they stopped doing I think because they couldn't get the beans oh. so now I tend to go for my starter I tend to do the salad the hummus or the modabin whichever they have for my main dish it's always maglobe which is basically layers of basmati rice flavoured aromatically a layer of chicken Ooh, no I haven't if you want I'll take you one too <laughs> yeah no definitely they have another then it has another layer of rice it has nuts and a mint yogurt sauce it is my go-to dish Ooh. talking about it I'm actually going there tonight to have dinner <laughs> <laughs> that is my go-to dish there and when it comes to dessert when I'm there they bring out all the dessert they have they always give me a free dessert as well and the mint teas to die for wow that's so nice that you've been able to find somewhere yeah that you like going and that like you said they're just really nice and I think it's really important to find those places and create a relationship with the yeah. owners because I know a lot of people will say that the customer service in Spain isn't as good as what they've expected or had elsewhere but I think here it's really important to create those relationships because that way the owners then open up and you can be great friends and you just never know what that means. If you're going there regularly, as you said, you can get free things or they always have a table for you or they remember your order. Yeah, I mean, the hospitality, like I say, I've been going for five years. The hospitality hasn't changed. The quality of the food hasn't changed. Sometimes when you go to a place so often, maybe they change chefs or maybe they change, you know, they tweak Mm. a recipe here or there or maybe they change change a type of a certain ingredient within that it changes the dish it changes your experience but this place just hasn't changed at all which is why it is my go-to place luckily they have survived through this pandemic so thanks to your custom every I mean how often do you go I try to go once a month but if I could go every week I would you could have shares in the place I should I think I mean bless them (laughs) I always take a new face with me every time I go and they just look at me like what 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 are you doing (laughs) where are these people coming from but those same people that I take are also repeat customers I took my boss one time my ex-boss and now that's his go-to place as well for business meetings for business lunches or if he just wants to escape from the office sometimes he would mm-hmm. go there you know he still goes there actually because if they see me they tell me oh we saw your boss I'm like okay you should get commission for the people that you're bringing seriously <laughs> like I say I like to eat well I don't mind spending more money mm-hmm. for something as long as I know it's going to be of good quality I'm going to walk out there with a good experience as well um, but this place just for me it takes all the boxes and a lot of people there's been a lot of posts of course in the e Madrid group and you know there's people that like to spend a little bit more there's people yep. that that don't and I, it's really personal preference absolutely and the pictures that people share like if you've not been to that particular place it's very difficult for you to then give an opinion based on a picture because the experience is everything it's not just the food it's the service mm-hmm. it's the atmosphere it's the location it's the price it's just so much to consider mm-hmm. when you go somewhere and you decide if this is worth going to again yep. is this worth paying for etc etc do you have any other places that you would recommend um okay there is my favorite if you like asiatic restaurant is in usera it's called Igo pasta 
I usually get their the vegetarian ramen. They have a massive vegetarian also. They have some with some fish as well. Massive ramen bowl, the best I've had. I go there if I want Asian food. That's my go-to place. I live um, in North Madrid. I will go to the south if I want that. I will go there. <laughs> I don't care. They've been going there now for six years. So whenever I go there, the owner, she's lovely. She's amazing. She's like, you've come all the way to eat here. I was like, of course, you know that. And I sometimes I don't even have to make a reservation. They're usually really, really busy. Evenings definitely recommend if anyone's in that area, they should definitely check it out. A lot of um, Asian people that eat there as well that live in Madrid, it's always full. Sarah is a big area for that type of food. I mean, you could go in and out of hundreds of places and have some great food that is popular with the local people as well. Okay, before we wrap up today, do you have any tips or tricks that you can give to those who may be arriving into the city for the first time, or maybe have people that have been here for a while for places to eat that to serve halal food? Check out TripAdvisor. Got some good listings of certain restaurants, especially halal ones. Please don't always stick to the Indian restaurants or the Pakistani ones or the Bangladeshi ones is a lot more halal cuisine out there which comes from the Middle East I forgot to add Ethiopian cuisine is also halal mm. there is a fantastic place called Hanan it's amazing we have two restaurants I think one's in La Latina and the other one is not far from Arguelles. Um best Ethiopian restaurant I've been to I've been to three here in Madrid that one also I recommend it, it just kind of look outside the box I mean certain African mm-hmm. countries are also they offer halal food just as the North African countries um, they're predominantly Muslim as well so they, they tend to serve halal food but yeah we, I think we need to avoid a little bit more of the, the fast food sections because you don't know sometimes you just don't know what you need some of the burger places here in Madrid when they're serving you a beef burger it's always mixed with with pork meat um, just to make that burger a bit more juicy so yeah just be careful or ask I mean the staff at the restaurants are usually really accommodating and they'll tell you straight away oh yeah it does have pork in it don't eat it mm-hmm. I mean with me um, although at the beginning it was a little bit more difficult to try and ask them that question but when you explain it to them they're more than accommodating and they'll let you know Great Now I have a little final question that is not some that we plan but um what are your hopes and dreams for madrid going into the future with catering to people such as yourself that do eat halal food what would you love to see i would love to see like mercado san elefonso for example uh-huh. that caters to halal eaters because there's so many types of cuisines out there not necessarily everything needs to be cooked with pig meat it can be cooked. There's all different types of meat out there. There's rabbit, there's there's beef, there's lamb, there's chicken, there's turkey. You know, the options are endless. Um, personally, I would like to see that or would like to try and do something like that, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You need to open your own restaurant. Yeah, maybe. But then I need to start learning how to cook more dishes. <laughs> well, yeah. That is also very true. And going forward, that's what I would like to see. I would like to be able to know that, okay, I can go to a certain place. I can try... Whatever I want on that menu, not have to think about it personally. Yeah. For me, that would be amazing to have the same experience that my friends are having or family are having or whatever. I think that for me, that would be a goal. Definitely. Well, fingers crossed because, <laughs> you know, the previous to what's happened in 2020, that the food and drink scene in Madrid has just been growing yes. with new places all the time. So I can only hope that this is something that is in the future. And if anyone's listening right now who thinks that they can make this happen, you'll have a lot of very happy customers. Absolutely. If you do. 
Absolutely. Fingers crossed because there are so many, as you said, so many cuisines. And there are so many different dietary requirements and needs. It's just figuring out like where the demand is. And I'm sure there is a demand for this in the capital. It's just making it happen. Absolutely. And hopefully very soon as well. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. And yeah, hopefully I can come with you when you next go, not tonight, but when you <laughs> next go to your favorite restaurant and I can see what all the hype is about at this place. Thank you very much for having me, Valentina. And of course, I'll send you a message and you can let me know when you're available and I'll take you more than gladly. Perfect. Great. Okay. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Please share it with your friends and family so they too can learn more about where to go in the capital. In the meantime, if you're not already part of Eat Out Madrid on Facebook, we would love for you to join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash eat out madrid to connect with other food lovers and share your favorite places to eat and drink in the city as always i'm getting hungry so i will see you next time